0: All right. So, I don't actually know how the show is going to start yet. It might just be this. Okay. Does that
1: Did you pick a name yet?
0: Yeah. So, uh I picked um Late to the Movies, I think. Nice. We're sticking nice. with that. So, the show starting will be something like, "Welcome. This is Late to the Movies. My name's Ben Holt, and today we're going to talk about the birdcage. This is the first episode we're doing. I might at a later point record like a explainer of what it is we're doing, but Assuming that I don't, I'll say that the point of this show is to, I guess, catch up on movies that at least one person on the episode hasn't seen before. Today, me and one other person on the episode hasn't seen it. One person has. I think usually I'll see most of them, but not today, and that's fine. Joining me as uh, really, you know, I appreciate these guys being guinea pigs for this first episode of Late to the Movies is uh you uh, know you guys have anything you want to plug or anything?
1: no <laughs> should i introduce you is my from, instagram is yeah yeah from, uh, from instagram <laughs> you may know me from
2: uh my name's noah
0: hey noah hi
2: thanks corey for having here. me here hey corey i don't have anything to plug because i don't have anything that interesting uh as far as social media goes yeah uh, same i know
1: that feel just my myspace can i plug that real quick
0: <laughs> yeah myspace i got like one great friend his name's tom <laughs> um you know him too yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Wait, hold on hold on too. you know tom uh, God, uh, <laughs> must be a creep pretty much yeah. yeah probably um all right so today we're going to talk about the bird cage and this was a suggestion i think from noah right yes it was cool one of the the many movies on the list yeah so we, we have this this really long list that uh all our friends have seen and some people started to claim stuff and you guys were available more than anyone else this weekend And uh, you picked The Birdcage, and I'm happy you did because it's it's pretty awesome. But before we get into that, I just want to talk about, so generally, this will work the best if people haven't seen stuff, but uh, how how do you guys think about your own sort of movie viewing habits? Like, do you watch a ton? Is it sort of more seldom for you, or where are you kind of coming from?
1: I feel like, for me, it's like barely ever. Or okay. I'll, I'll watch like a lot of movies and then I'll just not watch them for a long time. Yeah, but super sporadic, I guess.
2: That makes I, sense. I watch even less movies than Noah does. Like <laughs> yeah. I I rarely will like sit down and watch a movie, especially if I'm alone. I I'll, I never will. Yeah, it has to be something that like I was very excited for. And even in that scenario, I would just go to the theaters.
0: <laughs> All right, so this is, this, is, this is kind of a dream then. I'm I'm glad that uh, you guys are agreeing to do this with me because yeah. It's it's so rare that you watch movies anyway. No, I, I We love hate movies. We <laughs> yeah, hate movies, hate, yeah. <laughs> why did well, you I bring that are, song? Why are we on this podcast? Who <laughs> hates movies the most? I knew I had to come to you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, but generally when you do watch movies, you like them. So that's, oh, yeah, of course. That's good. Well, okay. Okay. Um, what did you think the birdcage was going to be like? And I, I should specify, Noah has seen
2: it before. I right? have, yeah. So um,
0: me and Corey are newbies to it. But so, Corey, what was your? Did you have any familiarity with it at all?
2: Honestly, I had no idea what we were going to watch. Yeah. All I heard was Noah said it's awesome, and Robin Williams is in it. So I was like, all right, yeah. that, all you need to know. That, that's all I need to know. Yeah, um, to I know. saw like a preview trailer when I was going to the HBO of um thing, yeah. and I was like, oh. I had no idea this is what it was going to be about.
0: Yeah, so pretty much we just watched it together and then turned the mics on and now we're talking. Um, So until a couple hours ago, I was pretty much in the same boat. I had seen, I think I was caught a couple scenes maybe, even just seconds on TV a couple times. I've never watched it really in any way that would count. Uh, I was aware that Robin Williams and Nathan Lane were in it. And I think at some point I was aware Mike Nichols directed it. Um, but aside from that I couldn't tell you really that much at all about it and uh, yeah so so you had I knew about the drag aspect of it and the club and I feel like that's pretty much it so yeah so no what what is it about this movie
1: that you like so much um, well I love Robin Williams so sure. that's definitely uh, one of the probably the biggest factors Rest in the in movie piece. I, right. I just I love the supportive cast too, the supporting cast. Yeah, it, um, it and is I have to stacked. look up their names because I actually don't know their names. It's but, stacked. Uh, Nathan it's Lane, right. yeah, That was amazing. Um, the guy that plays Spartacus, uh, yeah, Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria, who, like him, who, you yeah. mean,
0: who you know from The Simpsons, he does a bunch of voices on The
1: Simpsons. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, so it's weird. So those are,
0: to an extent, probably the three central performances. Or at least the three people who are doing the most. Yeah, with Hank Azaria doing a lot. Yeah, and I uh, think at that point, certainly for me, as I would have been five when this came out, probably most known That's to me as to voice of. actors because Robin Williams in Aladdin, Yep, Nathan Lane in Lion King, and then Hank Azaria on The Simpsons. Yeah, not that I was like huge into The Simpsons when I was five, but that would have been sort of my main point. Um, which is all to say that these guys are so good at like so physical good. comedy <laughs> they're so good it's 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 kind of crazy that they're also I mean maybe not If you're just good and funny you yeah can be a good voice actor too but the physicality of what they're doing is just so good in this movie
1: yeah they really nailed like yeah every aspect of it and the characters themselves and I don't know just like their mannerisms and yeah everything thought they crushed it
0: i I, I have to agree um so who wants to take a swing at a, a brief? Plot overview.
2: Oh, God, um, I me. could if you let me read this IMDb. I, I, yeah, you could do that. <laughs> okay.
0: I feel
1: like it'd be funnier if you just went off the cuff.
0: I, I think All so. too. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. So just just, just refer to, to that if you need it, I
1: guess.
2: Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I will. Um, so basically, um, the movie just starts off, and it's there's just this drag club, um, and then um, the main dude, um, his. I guess not partner um, gets upset and is like you know thinks he's cheating and then in comes a child who you're like how did this happen and you know that's kind of what happens later on Um, and then the whole point of the movie is that child wants to get married um, and the uh, the the girl's parents are like big conservative um, politicians and he's like, Dad, you gotta be not gay. Um, and meet these people and try to convince them that we're like wealthy, right wing, you know, good Americans. Um, and it all goes to shit. <laughs> that, yeah. That's the Hardy movie ensues. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So that was a very shitty description of the movie, but uh no, solid, man.
1: Yeah. I,
0: I think you get you the basic it. plot, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Within that there's so much, obviously. It's like a two-hour long movie, and mm. you think it's basically it was two hours. Which is ninety
2: six. That's a long yeah. movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For for a comedy too. Um, and you really think about it, it's the kid comes and says, I'm gonna get married, they're coming tomorrow, the in laws are coming tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then it's the next day and there's a dinner party. That's a whole movie, pretty much. Yeah. There's a flash forward at the end to the wedding. Spoiler alert, they end up getting married. <laughs> but sh- you ruined it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going home. Yeah, oh, uh, this is my house.
0: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, this movie came out, you know,
2: 25 years ago, but
0: we will be talking about the plot. So if you want to watch it first, you've, you've been fairly warned. Um, a couple of things that pointed out to me that stuck out to me as sort of not what I was expecting. The whole plot sort of revolving around because, like, why would you know this aside from just, oh, there's a drag club and Nathan Lane and Robin Williams are there doing their thing. That it revolves around this sort of not even the wedding itself, it's not even planning it, they're on that stage, but just sort of meeting the potential in laws. And that's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Um, that was kind of a surprise to me. And how it layered in a lot of political mm. and media satire was kind of a big surprise for me too.
2: Mm. Especially in 96. Like, I feel like those kind of jokes now. I feel like would go really well, but in 96, that was like, Ooh, some people are going to be real mad about that. Yeah. So funny
0: though. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was great. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know what, anything kind of surprising to you, Corey seeing it for the first time or something that you forgot Noah from the last time you've watched it.
1: Uh, there's no birds, not one bird in (laughs) the entire movie
2: and no cages and no cages.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's which, true. Which is I the title like of the movie. They could have really gone off of that where they have like people dancing in cages. Yeah. yeah. You know?
2: Like hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah, that would be pretty sick.
1: <laughs> that would be pretty
0: sick. I feel like it'd be a much different club if that was happening, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it would
2: be You don't know what happens
1: after hours.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, this this is random, but that scene where um the father of the uh the Mm bride-to-be gene hackman yeah he's talking about going on whatever the ride through the states and colors of the leaves (laughs) and i'm like i don't remember it being this awkwardly long like i almost thought is this the extended version because that particular part like i don't even remember it um but it was yeah which i guess was the point
0: yeah that's that's really awesome
2: yeah that part i was pleasantly surprised that the i thought the movie kind of like started out slow like the the Mm -hmm. whole like beginning portion leading up to that dinner was like Mm -hmm. you know it it was enjoyable but it was you know just kind of like a straight line yeah um but then as soon as the dinner happened it was just like it ramped up so hard um and just became like hilarious like the rest was pretty funny but that was like oh my god yeah (laughs) so good
0: it's, it's really the first hour is them sort of getting ready for the dinner, but it's in the club. It's in the apartment. They go and meet up with the son's birth mother at one point. So it's not so there's not a ton happening, but there's still some stuff happening. And then the second hour is pretty much all just in one or two rooms
2: mm-hmm. in the apartment. I do think they could have done without like 20 to 30 minutes of the first part of the movie. Maybe, yeah. I, I, th- I think um, maybe, yeah. <laughs> because like the the last half of it was so good that yeah. the beginning, like, I if if you're watching this at home and and you're not in a the theater or whatever, like, you might just be like, ah, you know, I don't, I'm not feeling this movie. Yeah. Um, but if they got like jumped yeah. into the 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 core of it a little earlier, I think that would have been beneficial. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I loved how much it just. Built up tension leading to the comedy in the dinner part of it, mm-hmm. where they're just like adding elements that you don't even realize how much they're adding as it's happening. And then it just sort of builds to this critical mass where everything is really funny and really, tense. yeah,
1: no, you're right about that. It was definitely like <laughs> laughing harder once it got to that part because yeah. of all the you know what they went through, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So,
0: and um, I I think this is a good time to talk about. It. So Mike Nichols, who directed this movie is, uh, sort of like this legendary, huge, iconic American movie director. Uh, he did the graduate, uh, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf, a ton of other stuff, but those you know, graduate, especially comp- when thinking about this movie is a big deal too. Cause that's also about, uh, a kind of 20 ish year old. The, the, two kids who were supposed to be 20 in this movie, I think are both around 30 probably Mm -hmm. in the movie, but whatever. And trying to date the daughter and the parents don't want him to date the daughter pretty much. There's other reasons too. And it also ends on a wedding. So that also has a lot of like kind of awkward family meeting stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's clearly something Mike Nichols cares about. And then the screenwriter who adapted this from the original Lakaja and I don't know, like 1978. It's a French Italian. Uh, I shouldn't say version. This is a version of that, but this obviously said Miami, and with all the political and media stuff, is updated to be like that. Mm-hmm. She, who wrote the movie, is also legendary and was in this comedy duo with Mike Nichols when they oh. were like super young in really? like the 60s. They were like the biggest comedy duo in the country they performed for the president and seriously yeah oh, all wow. this crazy stuff and then that's crazy yeah and then elaine may said this is like a real paraphrasing of it so don't you know get too caught up in the details yeah <laughs> but she essentially like split up the group and mike nichols was super devastated but then made some of the most important movies of the century <laughs> so i guess he got over it yeah um and then being a woman in the 60s and 70s was a lot harder for Elaine May to make movies. She eventually made four movies, three of them in the 70s, one in the 80s. They're all awesome, and they're all kind of the same vibe. What are they? So she makes three movies in the 70s, New Leaf, uh, Heartbreak Kid, which has a ton in common with this, and Mikey and Nikki. Um, all three of those are complete bangers, so good. And then, I not in, seen any of those? Or the, heard of Any of those? In the '80s, she makes a movie called Ishtar, which is like the go-to joke for a huge flop. There's a Far Side comic that's um, the caption says a video store in hell, and the only thing anyone can rent is Ishtar. Oof!
2: Is um, <laughs> that bad?
0: it's not, it's really good, but it just sort of became like this weird thing where it
2: like would the be opposite mi- of a cult following.
0: Yeah. Where like, like people just sort of piled on because people are like, Oh, it's funny to make fun of stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, it's Al- nice to have like the worst. Yes. I don't know yeah. if it's nice, but people do it. Yeah. It's great.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Elaine May has said, if I had, you know, a dollar for everyone who said this was a terrible movie, if they had actually seen it, I'd be much richer. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it weirdly got this kind of like media firestorm around it because it cost so much money. It went really over budget. They're filming like on location in Morocco and stuff. Oh wow, for a comedy um, with with two of the biggest stars uh, going right then it was Warren Beatty and uh, Dustin Hoffman. And pretty much that was the last movie she made. Mm-hmm. All four of her movies have like these really tortuous. Horrible experiences for her to get them made with the studio, trying to like wrestle control away from her and like not giving her final cut. And, um, yeah. So she just stopped making movies pretty much all that to say the first time that she worked with Mike Nichols again was, uh, the birdcage in 1996. Hmm. So they hadn't worked together for, I think 35 years before this. They still got it. Yeah. it's, (laughs) It's so good. Their sensibilities work really well together. And, um, a lot of her kind of comedy is that kind of, it's sort of satire and it has like a lot of edge to it, but it's sort of like a heightened reality kind of thing that felt a lot like there's a scene in Ishtar that has media people outside of someone climbing out of a window that felt a lot like when Gene Hackman's climbing out of a window and there's a lot of media people. Yeah. So it's like something that wouldn't actually happen, but it's somewhat grounded in reality. And it's just really funny. Yeah. Um. Anyway, a lot of her stuff deals with the same thing of, especially in Heartbreak Kid, there's a really extended dinner sequence that's super awkward <laughs> and really funny. So I guess they just like writing family dinners that are very awkward.
2: I wonder if that's because yeah, they like experienced...
1: Oh, there yeah, has. Really there has to be some of that. Must yeah. be. There like, I be know this
2: really well, and I'm yeah. gonna like replicate it multiple times. Yep, yeah. yep, and uh, and it's just like an easy. I feel like there's a lot of ways oh, yeah. that have awkward family dinners. Yes, like meet the, the Fockers. Like, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So they were stuff like that. So the two of them were improvisers, and so that is just uh, like an obvious sort of starting place for an improv game. Is just like. Awkward family dinner, and you just sort of spin off from there. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And uh, and, and speaking of improv, to bring it back to the movie we're actually talking about, Nathan Lane and Robin Williams are both...
2: Geniuses.
0: Geniuses. (laughs) (laughs) And I wonder how many alternate takes there are. For, like, so many different yeah. scenes in this, it could make a
1: whole nother movie I mean. Yeah,
0: and especially with the physical comedy bits where yeah. he's trying to teach Nathan Lane how to walk oh, mas- that's, <laughs> was like masculinely. That's one of my favorite parts. And he just cannot do it. No, there. And then he's like, walk like John Wayne. And I assume he threw out like 10 different people to walk like yeah. just to see what would happen.
2: So I wonder. Sorry. No, I was. I didn't have anything. Else. So uh, I, you were just talking about how. Uh, what was the female counterpart that created the movie Elaine May Elaine May mm-hmm. you said she makes a lot of things about like heightened reality and such I wonder if like that specific scene about um when Robin Williams is trying to get Nathan Lane is that mm-hmm. it? Nathan Lane to um you know be less feminine yeah I wonder if that was to like kind of raise that awareness of like the heightened reality of like this is what America is trying to do to (laughs) gay people is to be like, Oh, why don't you be more manly and less like, but it's just them trying to be themselves. Yeah. Mm. So I wonder if that was like, that whole scene was to really like to get some people to think like, Oh, maybe that, you know, as a society, we're trying to force people to like,
0: yeah, I think that's a really,
2: I don't know if that's like hyper well
0: observed kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There was, I mean, obviously this is 1996 and even today, these kinds of movies don't get made a ton. Right. But yeah, to the root of it is this kid asking his parents to not be who they are and to, you know, try to pass for straight. And, you know, it's kind of a farce and spins out from there into comedy, but there is obviously a lot of hurt and sort of betrayal feelings under that too, which Mm. is really, you know, it makes for like a really rich movie.
2: Yeah. And if they tried to put out the movie, not as a comedy and just as like an awareness thing, people wouldn't have watched it or yeah. there people would have been upset about it. But yeah. they're like, oh, haha, it's funny. So now it's like, you know, it has more of an impact than, which is kind of funny because you throw in comedy and it has a higher impact than if it, like they just tried to straight up yeah, do like an educational bit.
0: Yeah. yeah. And speaking of the actors, I think it's really interesting to see Robin Williams in a role where he's not exactly the straight man, but he is not... You know, pun not intended, but um, he's reacting to what Nathan Lane's doing a lot. He's Mm
1: -hmm. not the chaotic force, which is his definitely his comedy persona. That's that's a good point. Yeah. He was the one that had to kind of keep everything in check. And yeah, that's true.
2: He's always like, yeah, I feel like he's usually the wild one.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. And they let him do that like a couple
0: times where he's telling the guy how to dance. Yep, And he's doing, you know, Martha Graham, Madonna, all that (laughs) stuff. And Aside from that, though, he's sort of just reacting, and he's really good at that too. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know if it was the hardest laugh, but it was one of them when Nathan Lane enters the dinner party, yes, pretending to be the mother, and they just cut to Robin Williams just looking at him, and they just hold on him for a while, and it's
1: he it just kills. That it's face. so funny. It perfect, like, like, yeah, yeah. That
2: was one of the the parts that I laughed at really yeah. hard too. Yeah, so much emotion. From one facial expression, like layered emotion of like, what the hell? (laughs) And also like, okay, we have like, what am I going to do? We have to roll with this now. Yeah. Yeah, And it worked. Yep. It absolutely worked. Somehow. (laughs) It's
0: man. It was so good. I'm looking at my notes for anything else. This happens earlier in the movie, but the the one sided telephone call that Gene Hackman does when he gets the news of his uh, (laughs) partner. (laughs) Yeah. It's just it's just like comedy one oh one, it just is, you know, rule of threes. It's just joke, joke, joke. And yep. Each one's funnier. Um, yeah. Just just saying that's really funny
1: too. Yeah, that was really good.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't know. What what else do you guys feel about the movie?
1: Um
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's all, folks. No, 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 no. No, there's there's, there's, defi- there's definitely, yeah, definitely more to it. Um, yeah, you can't just spring on me like. Uh, what else did you think about the entire well, movie? Yeah, we've we been talking. We've been about talking about it? different parts. You know. Yeah. I would, um. I, 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 go ahead. <laughs> all right. Well, you asked me, so now I'm trying to tell you. Now, um, the the part I thought it was uh really like clever when they introduced his son. Yeah. And they made it seem like he was having an affair, and he they even like did some like overly like romanticized like like gestures towards his son um, not in like a weird way but and, and that whole time because I haven't seen the movie before I was like is that is he just like sleeping with a younger man and then he was just like I'm getting married pops <laughs> and then I was like yeah. "Wait, what that's his son yeah that was
0: really smart too, to have that fake out at the beginning because that's what Nathan Lane's character is mad about at the beginning right because he thinks that Robin Williams is cheating on him so it's definitely a smart fake out.
2: And that's where they messed up that scene cut. You're right. Yeah. Kobe oh, yeah. Corey, Corey, point that Corey out. I out. sniped that. Utilize. Yeah. He um, when his son's telling him about, you know, he's getting married, he uh, Robin Williams chugs a glass of wine and it's an empty glass. But then when it cuts to him getting up, there's like a half full glass of wine. Yep, and I sniped that one out. Sniped. Felt it felt good. <laughs>
0: it was a really good catch. I think, like I said, one of the things that was most surprising to me was how much political satire was in it. um, Yeah. You can tell the people who made this movie, not a huge fan of conservatives.
1: Yeah. Same. That, that was such like a big portion of it too. I feel yeah. like rewatching it this time, I realized how much of that was, was in there too. Yeah. you're so focused on like their performance with Robin and yeah, that whole storyline. I thought they connected it really well. Like yeah. I feel like they didn't have to go as deep into the political like her family as they did, but mm-hmm. it was, I don't know. just added more to the movie. That's it, definitely. It added, I was gonna say, that's definitely
0: something both Nichols and May did in their own movies is they have a lot of things. So even though it's a comedy, it's two hours long because they have, you know, four different block lines happening.
2: Yeah. It also added a lot of a uh, contrast to the movie. Yeah. Cause you just, mm-hmm. you see this gay couple that are basically running a drag club. And then you see this, like the complete opposite as Literally Almost, a yeah. conservative <laughs> senator. Um you know, and that just adds to like the the contrasting views of like, you know, oh America, but not not to get all yeah political America.
0: And the, oh man. The the performances are so good too. Oh. Gene Hackman and Diane Weist are the two parents. Mm-hmm. Callista F- Flockhart's the daughter, I think it's like a year before Ally McBeal starts. And she's playing a 20-year-old, but I think she's 32 in this. I checked that during the movie. Um but they just do such a great job of it's it, it's like not at all a winking performance, but it's such a sort of kind of making these people look like buffoons in such mm-hmm. a smart way.
2: <laughs> but like also like, yeah, in a realistic way, like yeah. there are people that are like those people. Oh, there <laughs> definitely are those people. Yeah. The the dinner scene where um, what's his name? uh Robin Williams mm-hmm. uh partner Oh Nathan Lane Nathan Lane, Lane uh, when he's talking to the the father um oh my god and he he like the father it was like the thanksgiving dinners where you have like that one uncle that's like oh, yeah. oh my god please stop talking yeah yes. and that he was just rolling along with it and that that like that actor just like personified that weird that uncle that like has very Strong thoughts, and he was just rolling with it. You're just like, oh yeah, 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 oh yeah, let's just kill them all. <laughs> yeah. And then, um,
1: yeah, Nathan Lane, yeah, that, continuing to build off of that. People being
0: like, oh my god, you got to stop saying that. And then the father being like, no, she should say that. Yeah. She she's yeah. a passionate De- woman defending her, <laughs>
2: yeah. defending her. Just, yeah. <laughs> then he finds out the the crazy thing is when he finds out she's a man. He can't and believe it. He's like, he just he, he could not even understand how that was possible, like yeah. it, and he didn't try to understand too. Which is like, right. I feel like that's another thing that the 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 directors of the movie like really tried to to push was like like that there's people that just they can't even like his brain looked like it was about to explode because yeah. he couldn't under like understand how this was possible. Yeah, he was like, no way, I I danced with a man that was dressed as a woman. Yeah. I really like this person. How could she be a man <laughs> Right. <laughs> drag? Yeah, yes, yeah. Now it's <laughs> <was> totally different. <laughs> yeah, right. Because this was
0: a person that was humanized for him, and now yeah. Like, but how did this happen? Yeah, yeah. It's. It was really good. Yeah, thank you, Noah. This was a great pick. Hey, no problem. Um, and and it ends in a sort of like inevitable way where the media has surrounded the apartment, and the only way to get everyone out is obviously for Gene Hackman to dress in drag and leave in Did like very a, well yeah <laughs> and leave in like a conga line sort of thing at the end of the show um it was an inevitable way for it to end but it was really good just so so good all around yeah
2: i like when he, he told the driver he's like meet me at yeah. blah blah in, in 20 minutes like, <laughs> yeah not for a million dollars <laughs> yeah you
0: know, so good ends with the wedding and it's pretty much
2: yeah. what's even cooler about that is like he like got what he dished out in that like exact moment. Mm -hmm.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. I hadn't thought of it like that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Nice. That's the only way to make it like light up. (laughs) (laughs) The screen doesn't stay lit. Otherwise you have to do the rim shot.
2: I mean, it's, that's a way to light up the podcast as well.
0: Yeah. I'm not like trying to make it end or anything. I was just curious and I was like, check the the time the pilot. I think it's the only way. So outside your window, I've noticed like three people walk by and like look down at something and then keep walking and hmm. they like stop there for a few seconds. Do you have anything? Same, actually. Yeah. What's up oh, with that? I don't that? know. You, you
2: guys keep talking. I'll figure this out. Okay. okay. Please do. It's, probably, it's probably just a dead body. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, it's probably like yeah, probably is a dead,
1: dead body. Yeah. All right. Corey's oh, yeah. We do have a, window. P- a piece of our apartment that's just like it, it like in front of our house. So it could be that too. Okay. Really? I mean, there's
0: all right, might be some some wayward wood. Maybe it moved. I don't know.
2: Okay, well, I'm glad. you not, we're listeners. Yeah, I'm Everything's glad. Everything's okay. <laughs> I was just,
0: uh, on peripheral vision, I just seen like three people do that, and it was sort of weird, so I wanted to ask about it.
2: There's not that many people that like walk down the street.
0: No, there's really not.
1: And I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Anything else you want to say about the movie? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't realize, like I've watched it, I don't know, probably like 10 times at this point. And I didn't realize watching it this time, the sun's kind of a big dick. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Just like purely
2: selfish. Yeah. Just like you're, you're gonna have to bleep that out. Probably. Oh. Oh no. Do we? Do we not oh, swear? Geez. He's a big doofus.
0: <laughs> no, I, I think it's okay. He's <laughs> very I, selfish. I, I looked. At, I checked with the FCC. They said it's cool. You okay. Did, thank uh, God. Dick
2: Cheney. Yeah. Not. Was, not as in the phallic kind. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Saved you.
0: But yeah, no. Thanks. That's. I, I feel like that's part of it too. So not to go back to Nichols and May, but in their movies, especially The Graduate, especially Heartbreak Kid, the central character is in similar movies, kind of a hero, but you're supposed to get the vibe that actually this person sucks. Yeah. (laughs) This person's terrible and... They're both pretty good destructions of masculinity and all that stuff. So I think it's probably on base to say that that's the same thing that's supposed to happen with the son. Well, it makes sense. Because if he was just like more secure or honest, none of this had to happen. Right. Yeah. I think that's, that's a really smart point to make.
1: And he, he gave like no leeway to like anything other, it being anything other than exactly how he felt like it needed to be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it was pretty messed up. He, that guy sucks. I think we can agree. So so that guy, definitely the worst part of the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And he
2: wasn't like that young of a kid. He was 20.
0: Yeah. So he, he should know. I
2: can understand like a, a 15 year old, like we all, you know. Yeah were like not the best to our parents at time to time, yeah. and then like, oh, you, you're you suck, <laughs> because they wouldn't let us do like one thing that right. upset them. But he was like, he's 20 years old, and he's like, Dad, I need you to <laughs> like be really hurt for like <laughs> you know a while and completely not be you. No sympathy towards like any of the emotional like yeah. stuff
1: yeah. that his his dad. His dad's like breaking, and breaking down,
2: and he's just like. Dad, just do this for me. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's like, do me a solid, bro. Just like, don't be gay and like, take everything out of your house and like, change everyone around me and your partner can't be here. And which is literally like his mom mom, never seen before. Yeah. Yeah.
2: His like
0: actual mom. The people who raised him.
1: Yeah. Which he eventually
0: says that at the end. Yeah.
1: See, he came around. (laughs) Yeah. He came around. It's not,
0: it's not like that, you know. The parents are upset about it, but it's not like that big a deal. He yeah. could have just been honest.
2: Yeah. Also, the, he was way too cool with his real mom who hasn't talked to him ever. Oh, yeah. Literally he like, ever. He was just like,
0: yeah, mom, come on by. And like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they met They met each other for the first time
2: towards the end. And it was, there was no emotion at that. Super like, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She went to the wedding. She yeah. Went, yeah. And she cried. She cried at yeah. the wedding.
0: It's Christine Baranski. Everyone's. She's just cool to have around. I guess uh, that's sort of the point the movie's making. I, I'm assuming they had some kind of agreement that it wasn't like weird that she wasn't around.
2: Well, I think he paid her to not be around because yep, she is, said oh, like, yeah. oh, that, you got the- <laughs> oh, is that actually it?
0: That, that must be it, right? Because she says, oh yeah, I used the money you gave me right. to start this business.
2: And she was like, oh, you should have gotten stock in it. He's like, I, I got what I wanted and that was... Yeah. Um,
0: Val. Val, yeah, okay, yeah. Aston answered, "Yep, that that's got to be it." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I guess it wasn't like ever that she
1: was supposed to be in the picture or whatever. But
0: I feel like she still could have. They clearly lived not that far from each other.
1: They had yeah. a great, seemed like like a great relationship too. Yeah, yeah. So it, it seems like they haven't seen each
0: other for a while. Uh,
1: yeah. Ron Williams and Bransky but
0: they felt fall right back into it. There yeah, no, no angst at all. So, yeah, they should have been hanging out. I agree.
2: Yeah. Is it is it time for a... Uh, Maybe. I'm the, trying to
0: decide. Well, first off, to to close out the movie, um, and I'll just say, yeah, I, I'm definitely happy I've finally seen this. Um, Corey?
2: It kind of makes me sad that I don't watch more movies because every time I do end up watching a movie, I'm like, oh, that was really good. Yeah. And the, it's just this random movie from 1996. Yeah, like, there's been a lot of years of movies that i've just never seen and i really enjoyed that so yeah maybe right. i'll watch more movies going forth but yeah i I love the movie i'm not gonna like rate it out of 10 or whatever because yeah you don't I, have i to. don't feel qualified to do that can you rate it against
1: other robin william movies oh man that's RVs, that's, that's a, a tough one that's, that's tough a, also. a jerk yeah. move
0: yeah where, um, where do you, where do you put rv rv isn't he in a movie called RV? I haven't is seen he? that. I feel like he's he in is. I haven't seen I went it. for what's the most obscure thing, and that's what my uh, my memory bells presented to me.
1: You're saying, saying this to someone who Who's doesn't in, watch um, movies. <laughs> Adaptation, right? Was that the movie he was in? There's one where he was like a, um, not a filmer. A photographer. Uh, a developer. He like developed oh, films. Uh, I watched that. Yeah, I didn't One, hour, see one it. hour Photo. Oh, maybe that's yeah, it. I saw okay. that in theaters, actually. Yeah. Was it good?
2: Yeah. Um, I remember enjoying it it's yeah. like a thriller
1: yeah. yeah i haven't seen it a lot of a lot of
0: voyeurism and stalking i think yeah and that one a little weird it's creepy.
2: yeah that was the point um I'd, I'd rate it really well against other robin williams movies like it, it wasn't the normal like or what i consider the normal like outrageous robin williams um yeah. it was like you said a more reactive robin williams but yeah i think i think it holds up very well
0: i would agree i think that it's really cool to see him in this mode mm-hmm. of not just, you know, well I mean, we can say it, cocaine fueled mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a lot more reserved of a performance and it's still big, but it's just on the scale of what Robin Williams does closer to goodwill hunting mm-hmm. than to um problematic accents in Aladdin, I would
1: say.
2: Honestly, I think Nathan like Nathan right Lane crushed it. He did like, crush. I, I would give him like the gold medal of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah out of all the characters I'd say he probably did.
1: Yeah. It's my favorite performance. It was so good.
0: Um, this was a weird year at the Oscars. It got nominated for, I think only what is now production design or it was production design then. And now it's, it's something else. It's whatever Mank just won this year. Um, but that's the only thing they got nominated for. Which it makes sense. The apartment looks awesome. Uh, they did a great job with all the mm. the
2: props of that, art. That's what stuff. they pulled out from that entire yes. movie. So
0: no no performances, no directing, no adapted screenplay. Is the gnome with the big dick. Yeah. Or oh right. Can I not say that either? No, I think you can say that. Okay. Yeah. Dick
2: Cheney. Just, yes. just so the viewers know. And <laughs> whoever demonetizes or blocks podcasts.
0: Exactly. Yeah. No one. This is just for us at this exact moment, so we'll see yeah. what happens. But yeah, it was a great, great looking apartment. But I, I, I definitely think the performances deserved some love there. Oh, but yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of movies that I think a lot of people our age haven't seen, the big winner that night was The English Patient. Hmm. Have you guys seen it? Uh, no. No. It won nine awards. What? Wow. Which I think only four movies have won more than that. Um, being Titanic and Return of the King, and something else. But Titanic comes out the next year and obviously blows everything away. But yeah, this won nine awards. Fargo won two awards that year, and nothing, nothing else more won more than one award. So they really moved it around, except for the nine awards they gave to the English
2: Patient. Damn, it won nine awards, but still only got a seven point four out of ten on IMDb. <laughs>
0: It's hard, it's hard to tell who does the ratings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you got to be a certain kind of person to jump on there and do it. But yeah, so it probably could have gotten a little more love. I think that would be fair to say. Uh, yeah. So would you guys recommend it? I mean, I
2: highly recommend it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think, yeah. So yeah, I think you were alluding to this before, but we're going to play a little game now. Woo. Woo. So this movie's called The Bird Cage, but the game's called Bird Slash Cage in the same style as the title of Face Off is Face Slash Off. And that's because it has multiple meanings. The multiple meanings here is one, the name of the movie we did was Birdcage, but also Bird Slash Cage. I'm going to give you a small plot summary of a movie, and you have to tell me whether that movie has Bird in the title or if it's a Nicolas Cage film.
2: Ooh, okay. Got it.
0: And uh, if you want, you've got bonus points if you can guess the movie. First off, let's we'll start a little easier. In this sequel, the main character must follow a clue left in John Wilkes Booth's diary to prove his ancestor's innocence in the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. Do we just answer?
2: Uh, Bird. You think no, bird? It's
1: National Treasure 2, right? It is National Treasure 2. Nice. Uh, The Book of Secrets. Oh, I didn't know the full title. Do I still get credit. You still, you still
0: get credit. So, credit.
2: so I no? just kind of hope Nicolas there was like Cage. bird and some somewhere in there, like National Treasure Two. Release the, the bird. bird. Oh, release oh, the yeah. bird.
0: The bird cut. Uh Right. What else do we got? Bird.
1: <clears throat> so bird
0: number two. A washed-up superhero actor attempts to revive his fading career by writing, directing, and starring in a Broadway production.
2: That's got bird. Nicolas Cage ain't doing that.
1: Birdman.
0: Is that Birdman? It is Birdman. Yeah. All right. So, let's say you tie on that one, <laughs> but no, is still ahead. Oh wait,
1: are, Oh, we're going like head to head.
2: <laughs> oh, I didn't. I not know that. I would've, I would've yeah, you're that. going. You're <laughs> going head to head.
0: Newly paroled ex-con and former U.S. Ranger finds himself trapped in a prisoner transport plane.
1: Nicholas Cage.
0: When the prisoner sees control, do you know the name of the movie? So he says, "Cage."
1: It's definitely Cage.
0: You say cage. Yeah, anyone got the movie?
2: No idea.
1: I do know this movie. Oh,
0: I was hoping saying it was in a plane
1: might throw you off. Snakes no, on a plane. No, no, no. I want to just say kidding. free something. Close. Free. Con air. Con air. That, that wasn't close at all.
0: I was, you know, con air free. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> I was going to say free falling, but it's definitely
0: yeah.
2: not
1: it. A- That's just a Tom Petty song. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: Which I think we heard today, didn't we? you fine. were singing it for some reason
1: that's one of those i, yeah. I break out every once in a while nice, nice. Start singing it <laughs> that's that's really
2: cute yeah
0: <laughs> you guys just singing tom
1: petty songs <laughs> in the apartment
2: not us just him um, yeah oh, just okay me. sure You're, make,
0: you just listen yeah okay five years after an ominous unseen presence drives most of society to suicide a mother and her two children make a desperate bid to reach safety
2: Bird Box. Yeah, Bird Box.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is Bird Box? He's not even letting you guess. It's messed yeah, up. I know. All right, here's the last couple. I think Noah's, let's say Noah's up by one.
2: I did know that movie, actually.
0: Yeah, I, I gave you credit
1: for it. Oh, wow. Well. Should we wait until you finish the description? Yeah. Probably. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> your I did that one
2: before. <laughs> yeah,
1: <so> it's, <laughs> it's uh We're not playing for money here, so it's fine. <laughs>
0: Superhero team-up movie where an unlikely group must band together to fight a local crime boss. Local crime boss. I'm going to say gonna Nicholas say Cage. Cage. Yeah. You're going with Cage? Yeah. Well, that is Birds of Prey. Uh, oh. Um, And here's the last one. Superhero team-up movie where an unlikely group must band together to fight a local crime
2: boss. You just said that.
0: Oh, That's a different question.
2: Uh, Wait, that's another. Birds of prey. What is birds of prey? Birds of prey. <laughs> final no,
0: answer. No, it's into the Spider Verse with
1: God. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh <God damn> it
2: <laughs> Well done. That was good. Damn it. Thank you. That was good. So I, knew, I was. I knew you were gonna like pull something. Yeah. That.
0: <laughs> so I think Noah wins. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Woo. That's, that's uh, fair. So Noah wins the podcast. Um, we are defeated. <laughs> <laughs> any yeah? Any final thoughts? Any plugs? He plugged my myspace that's right he plugged yeah. everything well
2: when i get my podcast up and running
0: cool okay. oh, yeah i'll end it in a, a plug right here
2: yeah that's fine i don't know if it's gonna happen it's kind of too ridiculous of a of an idea <laughs> that was too the
0: idea of our podcast <laughs> i mean what's the idea for your podcast uh,
2: i don't want to disclose oh, okay all right i get you i got you it won't be good for your podcast
0: fair enough <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. Well, well, thank you, Corey. Thank you, Noah, for being the pioneers here as guests on Late to the Movies. Uh, I was Ben, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. See ya.